The following presentation is brought to you by The Realm Network, The Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Hey folks, Bob here with this week's Bubble Genius Showcase Item of the Week. If the Twitter toddler in the White House has you completely stressed out, head on over to BubbleGenius.com and pick up their exclusive Republican voodoo doll featuring the face and body of our cartoon dictator. This item is only available for a limited time, so get yours now. Only $25 at BubbleGenius.com, with a third of the proceeds going to support the campaigns of resistance candidates across the country. Plus, if you use our promo code BOBC at checkout, you'll get 15% off your entire order only at BubbleGenius.com. And now, let the cartoons begin. Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters, relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Time kids, the clock is ticking. Be in front of your TV sets for the horathon and remember the big giveaway at nine. Don't miss it and don't forget to wear your masks. The clock is ticking, it's almost time. Today's Rachel Maddow Show Award for Headline Excellence goes to Bob Seska. The Bob Seska Show. Mongo only pawn in Game of Life. Hello, Bob. Hello. Hello. Hi, everybody. I'm in a great mood. I'm in a great mood for a few reasons, and we'll get to some of the reasons here in just a second. But one of the main reasons is I have a Blue Apron meal waiting for me tonight, and I can't wait to make it. Blue Apron. I love Blue Apron. For, for five years now, these guys have been giving people like us an easy way to cook one new meal after another without without repetition. So this month, Blue Apron is celebrating its fifth anniversary by bringing back our top 20 favorite recipes. As you've heard me say over and over again, I love Blue Apron because it's fresh quality meals I can easily fix myself without wasting a damn thing. And it comes right to my door for under 10 bucks a person. Blue Apron has partnered with over 150 local farms, fisheries, and ranches across the U.S. Their seafood is certified as sustainably sourced. The beef, chicken, and pork are raised responsibly. And the produce comes from regenerative farms. Blue Apron has something for everyone because you can customize your preferences. Affordable, top-quality meals you can easily make yourself with fresh ingredients brought to you by Blue Apron. It makes cooking actually fun. There is no weekly commitment, so stop and start as you wish. Go to blueapron.com slash B-O-B-C. Check out October's all-time favorites anniversary menu and get $30 off your first meal with free shipping. It's a great feeling to make incredible, affordable meals at home when the food and recipes come from Blue Apron. That's blueapron.com slash B-O-B-C. Happy anniversary, Blue Apron. For five years now, a better way to cook. All right, let's bring him in. Buzz Burbank is right there, right over there, right over there. It's almost time, kids. 
<laughs> oh my god, that movie, Halloween yeah. Three. That is the yeah. in, most insane, craziest, most ridiculous movie I've ever seen. It's that time of year. It's time for those movies. I saw. <laughs> I was uh, passing through a convenience store the other day, and I saw a you know, little rack of horror films, and one of the featured ones. I wasn't even aware of the existence of this movie. I believe it was called a Tommy Chong in Killer Bond. <laughs> And 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 it, it's a it's a horror movie, uh, and I'm sure it's just horrible. Uh, but 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 I love Tommy Chong, and I think uh, that might be fun to see. Yeah, to- Tommy Chong. What's the name of the movie again? Tommy I, Chong. I the- think it's called. I think it's called the uh, Killer Bong. Uh, but it, it was <laughs> billed killer- as. To- Tommy Chong in Killer Bong. Now I don't even know how how big a party has in this thing. Yeah, but it's it's out there at a convenience store near you. Uh, you know, I've never seen a Killer Bong though. I've seen a, a really really excellent bong. You dick. Or uh, excellent, excellent ones that have bong. tried to kill you and you just didn't realize it. Maybe that's what this movie is about. I don't know. That's, anyway, that's it's right. almost time, kids. It's almost time for the Killer Bong, ladies and gentlemen. And and I'm, by the I'm way, excited too. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Killer bongs go nicely with Halloween three. You could spend a week watching Halloween movies, but but I'm excited because, as you said, you are because of Robert Mueller. I I've said from the beginning, uh, this guy. We couldn't ask for a better guy. Mm-hmm. We've certainly known uh, that he couldn't have better people on his team. And look at this. Look at uh, the brilliant moves this guy is making. It just. And hopefully we'll talk about all that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, indictments have begun. Things are underway. Uh, this is the beginning of what I believe is going to be a long process of mm-hmm. a, uh, of many additional names being handed down. I mean, remember, I, I think the number, give or take, for Watergate was something around 60. This <laughs> this whole thing, and that's in terms of the number of people who were indicted and eventually right. con- convicted uh, linked to Watergate. Right. This this makes Watergate look like someone's robbing a Seven Eleven. Uh, yeah. This is <laughs> there is no chance in hell that uh, that there are upper echelon Trump people who are going to get away uh, from uh, from Mueller's grasp. And this is going to. I mean, I think if you're a, a Trump campaign staffer or if you're a member of the Trump West Wing right now, you mm. are crapping your big boy pants. And one of the main reasons for that, obviously, is George Papadopoulos, right? Who is now, um, from the latest uh, rumors flying around, they say. I mean, people are saying. In fact, Preet Bharara was tweeting about this uh, earlier today mm-hmm. that it's uh, it's possible that George Papadopoulos was going around wearing a wire. Yeah, it's possible. He, I mean, he he had been, and and this speaks to uh, the the ability of the folks in the Mueller investigation to yeah. keep secret the things they're supposed to keep secret. They have uh, kept amazing secrets for amazing amounts of time in various aspects of this investigation, yeah. from the Manafort raid uh, to this indictment of Papadopoulos, and the fact that uh, he pleaded guilty a month ago, uh, nearly a month ago, this guy pleaded guilty. And and flipped, and so for a month now he's been uh, what they are calling a uh, proactively cooperative. Uh, that he's been a proactive cooperator, it yeah. says in the in in the indictment, and uh, that it, which means that's better than just cooperating, right? That's that's proactive <laughs> cooperating. That that's means right. 
at, at a minimum, he has volunteered things they didn't even ask him about. Mm-hmm. And at a maximum, as you suggested and as others suggested, and maybe this is a little far-fetched and uh, maybe he didn't have any meetings and maybe there's nothing to this. But, yes, he could have even worn a wire uh, and uh, had conversations with some of the folks that uh, Mueller is looking closely at. So it'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, what comes of that. But the the brilliance of what Manafort has done here is not just in the indictments themselves, but the ones he chose to start with. Mm. Uh, they are strategically chosen uh, to do a lot of things, to protect Mueller's own job, you know, to keep... They were strategically designed to keep him from being fired. They were strategically designed to make Manafort flip, which I believe he will. Yeah. Uh, and name other people. This is huge. This is. It, we heard that Mueller would be starting big, and it doesn't get any bigger in a campaign than the campaign manager, the guy second only to the candidate. So he has started big, and with Papadopoulos, he's got somebody to put the squeeze on that campaign manager. Well, what they're saying, too, is that because Rick Gates has a young family, that Rick Gates is also very likely to begin cooperating with this investigation. And and the word went down yesterday. I can't remember exactly which publication, either the, the Post or the New York Times, mm-hmm. reported that uh, that I believe it was Ty Cobb said that there will be no pardons. No one's talking about pardoning any of the people involved in these indictments yesterday, whether it's Gates, Manafort, or Papadopoulos. No one's getting pardoned, and that may be, you know, that may change at some point in the not-too-distant right. future because we all know that whatever happens in the White House doesn't doesn't remain the same. There's no consistency right. inside the White House. Trump will change his mind tomorrow. Exactly. Uh, but nevertheless, oh. I mean, this... This, unless they've signaled something differently to uh, to, to Manafort's team uh, and, and to their uh, representation, there is going to uh, be some angst, I think, uh, in the Manafort camp and in the Gates camp and in the Papadopoulos camp. Because if Trump signals that he's not going to pardon them, which he did yesterday, mm-hmm. they may, may be then more likely to to flip on on Trump. I I don't know. Yeah. I mean this is some of this stuff is is brand new territory as far oh, as yeah. <laughs> as far well, as nearly the, nearly all of it really because there's never been I heard somebody say yesterday and and I I believe this to be true this will be remembered as the greatest crime in American history. Yeah. Uh, and and so, yeah, it, there's a lot to it. On the other hand, remember, Mueller's a guy who doesn't like drawn-out investigations. He's certainly cut to the chase with these first indictments, mm-hmm. and uh, he, he's made it very clear. He's really sent some messages out there. Uh, uh, first of all, uh, fellas, I don't like to be lied to. <laughs> Uh, is one of the messages that he sent out. Yep. Uh, uh, another is that I have people who know things, and I have them. They're on my side now. Yep. Uh, you know, this is it's got to be terrifying to to a, a lot of people in the White House and former campaign officials. Uh, I've always believed we're going to get them all, and I believe we're going to get them all, and that is that will take a little while. But the way Mueller's going about it, I think it may be faster than. Uh, faster than Watergate. I, I indeed think that. Yeah. Now, my question here is this, and I, and I wish I had, uh, I wish we had some sort of legal expert to answer our questions on all of this buzz. But Bowen? I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, maybe we should go, better call Bo. I mean, maybe uh, check in with him about this, but he may not, right. this may even be outside of his pay scale because 
what I want to know is why the Manafort indictment stopped at the water's edge. Why there wasn't further conspiracy occurring while Manafort was chairman of the Trump campaign. Uh, it seems like this indictment covers a lot of territory prior to Manafort uh, coming Ooh. onto the Trump campaign. And and that has given the Trump people cause to say, well, there's obviously no collusion because all of this was, was before for years before but, uh, the, the Trump campaign. Yeah, but yeah, nevertheless, Manafort continued his activities and mm-hmm. getting paid for them. Uh, through the campaign and beyond. So uh, the argument that uh, most of this is from seven years ago, yeah, but some of it was during your campaign. Yeah. Uh, and and it certainly goes to motive. You know, I, I, I you know, I, I think this is good. I, I really don't. I think they're in a corner here, and I think mm-hmm. they're going to be increasingly in the corner, and I think Mueller has done it in a way that in many ways, in most ways, Trump doesn't even realize yet that he's in a corner. I think some of the people around him do. Yeah. Uh, but but it, it, as we've said here before, the people around Trump do not reflect Trump and uh, who who's mercurial and changes moment to moment. Uh, and, and I understand is very upset about the latest developments and, yeah. and uh, issues connected to that. I, you know, I, I just don't think I think he's living in his own bubble uh, that even excludes the people closest to him. Yeah, and you know, based on the uh, the leaks and the news that we've been hearing over the last year and a half, uh, it seems like Trump did a pretty good job of insulating himself from some of these discussions. I mean, we haven't really heard, and obviously there's much more to the iceberg that we haven't seen lurking just right. below the surface. I mean, there's all right. kinds of details that we just don't know about. But oh, yeah, and it's a massive story. Yeah. And there's a there's a guy named the Professor, and there's a, femme, <laughs> a Russian femme fatale. Right. And it's just, you know, I, somebody said on uh, social media yesterday, this is going to make a great movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, there, there's a Russian femme fatale who may or may not be Putin's niece. I mean, right, they, right. This is the insanity that we're dealing with. I mean, you could live 100 years and never have a political story like this ever occur. There, there's, a, there, there's a slick British spy named Christopher Steele. You know, what a, <laughs> you know, I mean, this is, this is good stuff. Get a, get a seat, make some popcorn, enjoy this. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the thing that is uh, is most enjoyable to watch about all of this, and normally it would be frustrating, it would be uh, something that I'd be tearing my hair out and screaming at my television about, but, you know, the uh, watching the Trumpers, watching Fox News Channel absolutely lose their spadoinkle <laughs> over these yeah. indictments is just so entertaining because what they're doing is... <laughs> They've they've left for themselves very few avenues to reconnect with reality. Everything that they have argued over the last 24 <laughs> hours with regard to the indictments themselves or with regard to their distraction, which is Uranium One, right. uh, none of it, none of it makes any sense and none of it is factually sound. I mean, right. Uranium One, the uranium sold in Uranium One, and we've covered this uh, uh, for, yes. for several weeks on the show. None of that uranium is used for uh, nuclear weapons. It's all right. for, for nuclear power. And, and there's right. very different kinds of uranium. Of course, this fact is lost on people like Donald Trump, who just don't recognize the difference. But, oh, the list goes on. I mean, their allegations, every single one of them you can knock down. Uh, none of the uranium leaves the United States by law. Yep. Uh, so it's not, it's not, we haven't given uranium to anyone. <laughs> 
So. You know, it's, we're, we still have it. Yeah, but, you know, the thing is, though, that this kind of thing works with them, at least temporarily. Right, and their base. Because, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah well, it's definitely with their base, because the whole idea is to cloud reality enough so that it becomes just a matter of, of doubt. It's just they all they want to do, they don't want to disprove this crap that they're yelling about, but they want to they cast enough doubt with their listeners and their viewers so right. that their listeners, viewers, get, just get frustrated, and they're like, "Ugh, something bad. They're all bad. They're all. They're all <laughs> awful." God damn and it! That is a win for Fox News Channel. As long as people are confused, yeah. that means Fox News Channel wins. Well, not to sound like Donald Trump, but uh, Fox's ratings have slipped yep. uh, severely, and uh, and MSNBCs have have been boosted uh, uh, severely. Yep. Uh, and and uh, look at the latest poll numbers. I mm-hmm. think you referenced them yourself on on Twitter. Uh, you know, what is it, 33% approval rating or something? It's it on, on a day-to-day basis. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Th- this is, you know, we're, we're looking at, you're, you're, like I said, get a good seat, make a big tub of popcorn, because <laughs> the show is starting now. It's the show started Monday. And what a gift. What a wonderful, wonderful gift. And and I saw people say, and, and I certainly feel this way, and I would hope that you have or did to some degree, although I know you always... Uh, you tend to see the glasses as half empty, uh, but but in spite of that, uh, this is for me a cause for celebration. This means mm-hmm. we're getting somewhere, yeah. uh, and getting somewhere well. Like I said, Mueller's doing a, an amazing job at this, but it's it's a cause. It's the first time, as I saw on social media from some wonderful person, that it's the first happy day we've had since before the election yeah i think uh, so and 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 in that sense it's just huge because there are tens of millions hundreds of millions of americans who need that day yeah you know yeah. who need to feel uh some hope and and i remember seeing so many people over recent weeks saying uh that they had lost faith in the system or 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 at least indicating that by their comments, ah, there's no way, blah, blah, blah. You get that sort of attitude. Uh, and and I, I want those folks to, to realize, well, you know what? The system does work. It can work. Yep. Uh, you know, it works in its own way, and it works slowly, and it's sometimes silly, but it works. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is it working, and that's another cause to celebrate. As much as I was feeling celebratory yesterday, the thing yeah. that's driving me nuts today is the the obfuscation happening among uh, Fox News people. I mean, uh, Sean mm-hmm. Hannity last night was in rare mm-hmm. form. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing that they don't get, and the thing that Donald Trump doesn't get especially, is that even though the Manafort indictment didn't necessarily include uh, activities that were happening during the campaign, uh, it doesn't. It shouldn't matter. And, and and here's why, right? Because right. because of course Donald Trump went on to hire this guy to run his goddamn campaign. Now and right. and, and, knowing, no, and, no, and no salary, yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and and meanwhile, this guy, along with his uh, his associate Rick Gates, have been engaged in a lot of uh, well, I mean, basically according to the indictment, it's conspiracy against the United States on top of just. So flagrantly obvious money laundering. I mean, the the list of expenditures that were wire transferred right. to various uh, uh, to various stores, something and like places yeah. of Se- business. Seventy five million dollars. Yeah. What was it? Uh, uh, nearly a million to a rug dealer in Virginia. 
uh, <laughs> you know, and just just trying to wash himself. He just had too much money, Bob, and he had to give it away. The only thing we don't know is where to get the money from. Well, yeah, we do know where he got the money. He got it from Russia, uh, which had its own political party in Ukraine that he was promoting. And yeah, again, uh, look here, this guy Manafort was working for the Russian-backed Ukrainian government, mm-hmm. uh, and then suddenly he said uh, to a mutual friend, I got to meet this Donald Trump. Donald Trump needs to meet me. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't long <laughs> after that that, that Manafort was, uh, had volunteered, I'll do it free, I'll do it at no salary, just let me be your campaign manager. Yeah, And from what he had been immediately, from what he had been doing, for that Russian-backed Ukrainian political party, uh, uh, suddenly says, oh, let me volunteer to be free to be Donald Trump's campaign manager. And then during that campaign, makes only one change to the Republican platform, and that's the policy on Ukraine and Russia. There you go. And, you know- and, and so, yes, it is relevant what he was doing. And, yes, he did continue to work for and collect money from those Russian-backed interests. Here's the thing that I don't understand, though, and maybe you can uh, maybe you can uh, talk me off a ledge on this one. Whatever happened to the story, and I- I'm wondering why this isn't involved in the in- indictment against uh, Paul Manafort. The fact that he was uh, selling access to Trump during the campaign to Oleg Deripaska. Uh, the that's my qu- like. Why isn't that? Is that something that's going to come out on a different? On a different mm-hmm. set of indictments, are are there so. are there further indictments that could be handed down against oh, someone sure. like Paul Manafort, or is this it? Is this, is Absol- this the no? No. What I'm hearing from prosecutors, okay. one after another, uh, experienced prosecutors <clears throat> are saying, uh, uh, "No, uh, this he doesn't have to say anything. He's been, in fact, they're expressing their uh, amazement, the, the, how impressed they are <laughs> with the fact that Manafort." didn't say a lot of things in his indictments. Yeah. And and uh, there are there are clues, there are indications that he's working on more. Uh you'll notice uh, first of all that Manafort uh, among his initial indictments are conspiracy against the United States of America. Now that's a pretty broad umbrella. Yeah. And it, it, a lot of things that Manafort has done might ultimately be included under that umbrella. Note also that the indictment says, when it indicts uh, Manafort and Gates, says with others. Hmm. Interesting. And yeah. and it doesn't say and it doesn't say who the others are. <laughs> right. So that means more's a coming. Yeah. And, uh, th- this is this is again very encouraging, and again speaks to the brilliance. Of Robert Mueller, and this is what I hear from one prosecutor after another: is Hey, this guy is good. And, and another great example of how good he is, Buzz, uh, uh, is is in terms of the timing of how the indictments were unsealed yesterday. And uh, that was, it's almost as if Mueller mm-hmm. and the D.C. District Court played the Trump White House a little bit by dropping the the Gates and Manafort indictments first, those twelve counts, and then mm-hmm. giving Trump uh, and the and the White House a chance to respond to that, which they did. They took the bait, and then they started screaming. Uh, Trump tweeted, "No collusion." In all right. capital letters, <laughs> and then the Papadopoulos indictment dropped, and right. then and then 
after they yeah. had already opened their big fucking mouths, down uh-huh. comes the Papadopoulos indictment, and fuck you, Donald Trump. That w- because that right there in that indictment, that is evidence of collusion. And there yep. and and to go back to what you were saying just a second ago, there are more people to come. Right, just right off the top of my head, I'm noticing uh, uh, <laughs> the campaign supervisor named in the documents is probably Sam Clovis. That right, S- Sam Clovis probably mm-hmm. going to be indicted. Otherwise, they maybe would have mentioned his name instead of saying the campaign supervisor. There's also right, and by the way, by the way, Sam Clovis is Trump's nominee for agriculture secretary, due to be confirmed next month. There you go. Right. Uh, also, right. high-ranking campaign official is probably campaign manager Corey Lewandowski, who preceded hmm. Manafort at that yeah. post in the Trump campaign. I'm hearing, I'm hearing Lewandowski tried to discourage this. Of course, we initially, uh, when I first reported on this on August <laughs> yeah. 17th, we initially heard that from uh, from Manafort as well uh, because the emails that Manafort released indicated that he tried to discourage all these attempts to set up meetings with the Russians. Yeah. Uh, now we realize there are more uh, emails he didn't release no. uh, that, that, that may say otherwise. And uh, the other thing I'm hearing, and I don't know if this is true or not, is that uh, Lewandowski... Uh, was against these Russian contacts when he was in charge of the campaign. Interesting. Uh, enlighten me if I'm wrong, but but that's that's what I've read so far. Well, that seems like it might be true, and it, and ultimately it doesn't matter whether he liked it or not. What's going to matter is whether or not he was involved in the uh, in the efforts to collude. Now, the other thing that Lewandowski's been saying is that he thinks the FBI should have warned. Uh, the Trump campaign about Manafort, but that's not the FBI's responsibility to go around and and vet uh, campaign staff for uh, for right. the Trump campaign. That's not that's not what the FBI does, and so that's another it's another red herring that they're throwing out there. Meanwhile, we've mm-hmm. got mm-hmm. we've got also listed in the Papadopoulos indictment another quote unquote another high ranking campaign official. And that's probably Paul Manafort, uh, who Papadopoulos sent an email with the subject line, Request from Russia to meet with Mr. Trump. Manafort mm-hmm. forwarded that email to another campaign official saying, uh, quote, We need someone to communicate that Donald Trump is not doing these trips. Right. Referring right. to a trip to Russia. And then right. th- it continues on by saying, It should be someone low level in the campaign so as to not send any signal, which to uh-huh. me, I mean, that just screams out. We know right. this is wrong. We know we shouldn't be doing this. So Keep it on the down low. Exactly. Yeah. Shove it off to some low-level peon who, will, even if they're indicted, it's not going to matter, will be insulated enough. But they're not. That's just it. They're not insulated at all. So, I mean, again, we start have to start asking the same questions because there's this. the question still remains, what did Trump know and when did he know it? And that's going to kind of be, in terms of how I'm going to be focusing on uh, this story moving forward is how does this all link to to Donald Trump himself? Well, you know, sure. I mean, that's been the ultimate question from the beginning, right? Yeah. But it's it that's something you have to work your way toward. And again, Manafort's first indictments are a brilliant. It's a, a game of chess at this point, and and it's a Manafort playing a monkey. And uh, <laughs> you know, and and yeah. but but Manafort's <laughs> first moves indicate he's he's going somewhere with this. I I really. Uh, you know, you, you don't want to, it, that's why it says with others, you don't want to tip off, uh, the people up the, the scale. It appears to me and doesn't it to you that Manafort has most of this story assembled already. Oh, you mean Mueller? 
Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes, Mueller. Yeah, Mueller, yeah, yeah. Mueller, Mueller's got, I think, yeah, yeah, Mueller's got this all gamed out. In turn, I think they've got the... Uh, the general template for exactly what went on, what they're probably doing now is they're filling in all the, the pieces of the puzzle. Uh, meanwhile, with Donald Trump, and this is another section of the puzzle that they're, they're surely working on. In fact, we know that they're working on this, which is that uh, Donald Trump, I think Donald Trump's going to get nabbed for uh, obstruction of justice more than anything else. And, and that's, you know what? That's all that matters. I don't, right. I, I will right. be able to sleep right. like a baby if, right. if Donald, if Donald Trump isn't, isn't indicted on collusion, but is in fact indicted on on maybe witness tampering and obstruction of justice. That's going to be perfectly fine for me. Now, the Republicans seem to have this impression that that our world is going to be shattered if if Mueller doesn't indict based on direct Trump collusion with Russia. And to that, I say, no, 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 right. <laughs> no, no, they I, got, they got, yeah, they got Clinton, uh, on obstruction of justice. And, but see, this is going to be different because I think obstruction of justice to cover up a blowjob is not as serious. Yep. I'm sorry. Maybe this is my loose Hollywood morals, <laughs> but, but, but it's not as serious a serious an offense as a cover up of a collusion with a hostile foreign government. That's exactly right. So uh, they they keep saying they keep saying that. Well, you know what, you people, you're gonna you're gonna freak out about John Podesta. You're gonna freak out about the fact that maybe maybe there's uh, there's not gonna end up being any collusion. And you know what, it, it ultimately again, it's just it's about comeuppance for illegal behavior. That's ultimately what matters here. And if the president is engaged in illegal activity, we as American citizens want to know about it, and we want to know that justice will be adequately served. We and want to it, stop it. Yeah, again, yeah, right. So, but if it's, if there's no evidence that they can get their hands on linking Donald Trump himself to uh -huh. Vladimir Putin himself, it's uh -huh. not going to be the end of the world. Now, going back, I mentioned Podesta right, there right, a second. Right. They're, they're, yeah. Trump uh, tweeted today something about how the Democrats are all in a dither. <laughs> he uh -huh. actually used the sure. word dither. He said the biggest, biggest story yesterday, the one that has the Dems in a dither, is Podesta running from his firm what he knew about crooked, or what he know about crooked Dems is... Uh, I'm reading that in verbatim. What right. he said here, what he know about crooked Dems is earth shattering. He and his brother could drain the swamp. I don't know what that means, which would be yet another campaign promise fulfilled. Fake news week. Week with an A. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. yeah. But nevertheless, I mean, I'm not losing sleep over John no. Podesta or his son. I, if they if they in some way colluded with Russia and committed a crime, fine. No problem. I, you know, I think what gets lost in all of this, if you're a Republican, if you're a pro-Trump Republican looking in on everything, is uh. that what we all really care about is making sure that this attack by Russia against the United States is stopped or at the very least right. some of the people who were involved in engaging in that attack are caught and, and apprehended and stopped from doing whatever it is they were doing. And that's the main thing. I mean, the Republicans and the well, the pro-Trump Republicans, I make, need to make sure I specify that's pro-Trump Republicans. Uh -huh. what, they, what they want to think in all of this is that this is just our team versus their team. That, right. th that 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 we're all thinking the same way they're thinking. They're circling the wagons around their guy. We are not circling our wagons around anyone. 
except mm-hmm. to make sure that justice is served here and that this attack right. against our, our democracy is thwarted. And that's the disconnect. That's why the pro-Trump Republicans will never win this, not only on a, on a jurisprudence level, but also on a political level in terms of the overall political discourse, because they're entirely misreading where I, what I believe the rest of us are actually thinking, and that's pro, that's anti-Trump Republicans, that's moderates, that's independents, and that's certainly uh, those of us on the left. Yeah. Now, there, on Main Street, I don't know. I don't know how that's how that's going. Although we get some indication from the the latest public opinion polls yep. that, that that show him slipping and slipping and slipping. He's lost. I, I I don't have the numbers in front of me. He's lost huge percentages now, double digit percentages. Of the uh, non-college educated white males who voted for him, uh, that's dropped like twelve percent in the last month. Yeah, they're 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 jumping off a little faster now than they did before, which does my heart good because I think a lot of us felt uh, there was little hope for the country when we realized we had lost that many people yeah. uh, to insanity. And and so it's a relief to see some of them coming back. And and we've talked about before the reasons why uh, people are just trying to pay the bills in most cases. Yeah. And 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 uh, we didn't, as we've also discussed, we didn't used to have to pay attention quite this closely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, but, that's but, true. But now now we do. So th- things are changing, and people are starting to come around, and that's important too. As Congress and Congress, a lot of members of Congress, even though they're not talking about it, are worried about their reelection chances at this time next year uh, because uh, they they see the, the Trump's support slipping. They see Trump's base that they have relied upon to give them cover. Uh, they see that e- eroding, and uh, that's extremely meaningful. Keeping their jobs is extremely meaningful to them, and so yeah. it's starting to have an impression. Uh, things are going about how I expected them to. It is slow. It takes uh, some time, but I, everything I see from the you know looking at the broad landscape. Everything seems to be headed in the right direction. Well, in terms of that landscape, going back to the polls you were mentioning a second ago, right, right now at this point, I think, uh, let's see, uh, as of yesterday, though, uh, I think it, uh-huh. uh, Trump was at, uh, just off the top of my head, I think his disapproval was 62%, right? Uh, according to Gallup. All right, and right. that's not a disreputable polling uh, outfit there. 62% uh-huh. disapproval, 33% approval, which I think that 33% approval is his lowest approval number to date. Yes, it is. I think he had bottomed out at 34% sometime, uh, maybe it was about a month ago, but 33%, that's a new low. 62 is a new high. Uh, we have Fox News uh, releasing uh-huh. a poll earlier, or I believe it was late last week, showing Donald uh-huh. Trump at, at, I believe it was 36%. Which is an 30, all-time. I believe, yeah, thirty-eight. I think 38, is what yeah. I saw. <clears throat> uh, but but that that Fox News poll also showed that uh, uh, last month more than two thirds of white men without college supported Trump. That was last month. More than two thirds, right? Yep. This month, it's barely over half. It's down. <laughs> wow. Twelve percent in just a month, yeah. uh, and and a lot of it's over health care. Most of the people who are unhappy, most of the Republicans who are unhappy with him, are unhappy about the way uh, health care has gone. And uh, yeah, I think the Republicans uh, are in in Congress are are getting nervous about that and about how 
everything that's going on is going to affect their own chances. As we've also said, in the meantime, and for as long as they can get away with it, they're going to continue pursuing their agenda as best they can. But that's going to become harder now. They know the president can no longer pursue his agenda because we know that the president is obsessed with this Russia investigation witnessed the tweets you just read. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, here's the, we are, we are circling something, Bob. Our wagons are circling their wagons. <laughs> uh, That's it. And, That's a great way to put it. Yeah. And we're, and we're, and we're closing in. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, one thing I wanted to add too, uh, Donald Trump's favorite polling outfit, PPP. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh, 49% of uh, Americans, uh, American voters support impeachment. So that's wow. a that's a pretty solid number. Forty nine percent for impeachment. Yeah, that's a big deal. That's that's got to hurt his feelings. <laughs> I only I only hope I only right. hope I only hope that he's sitting there, shedding a, a little tear, rolling down, smudging his uh his his oh. orange co- makeup. All those cons- all those delicious conservative tears. <laughs> okay, uh, I, was, I was just imagining Donald Trump crying into his pillow. Uh, and uh, and and here we are talking about hollow pillow, hollow pillow. Oh my God! You can cry. In, you can cry into your hollow pillow. You don't have to worry about that. It's 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 worthy of of shedding tears into your what, pillow if you're Donald Trump. But what you yeah, what you won't do is sweat. And if right. you're like me and other people, you've you've awakened in the morning in the back of your head, your hair is wet and the pillow is wet and the pillowcase and the and the pillow protector and the pillow itself, everything yeah. is just soaked. And and we hate when that happens. Yeah, this is never this does not happen with a hollow pillow. No. It just doesn't. Problem yeah. gone. Problem solved. Yeah, hollow pillow stays cool while giving our, our heads, our necks, and our shoulders perfect support all night long, night after night, and, and Buzz and I spend many nights in bed next to each other holding hands. <laughs> a lot of us spend good money on good mattresses, but we still haven't figured out the right pillow, most of us, but a memory foam pillow gives support, but it can't be molded into a shape that's right for you. It doesn't breathe. It gets hot. Gives off chemical gases. You probably shouldn't spend a third of your life <laughs> inhaling that crap. <laughs> Hello pillows are filled with natural buckwheat hulls that are eco-friendly. They don't give off gases and they don't collapse. Hello pillows breathe and stay cool. Most importantly, conform perfectly to our head, neck, and shoulders for a restful yeah. night's sleep. And you can adjust the fullness of the hollow pillow by removing or adding more hulls through the zipper that's covered for comfort. I'm so happy with mine. I'm proud to give it my personal endorsement and proud that a percentage of the profits are donated to the Nature Conservancy. Hollow pillows are available three sizes, small, standard, and king. And right now, depending on the size, you can save up to 20 bucks on each additional pillow with free, fast shipping. But you can only get that deal by going to hollowpillow.com slash B-O-B-C. Write this down. That's hollowpillow.com slash B-O-B-C. B-O-B-C. Say hello to a healthy and restful night's sleep and wake up as cool as the other side of the pillow. Thank you for supporting this brilliant company and this show at hollowpillow.com slash B-O-B-C. The Bob Seska Show. The Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. <laughs> Welcome back to our Tuesday show. Uh, that wasn't my hand, by the way. <laughs> wow. Wow, that's uh, that's impressive, Ben. Okay. I'm just going to walk away. Uh, okay, so, so as we're uh, listening to Judas Priest singing Breaking the Law, uh, not only a reference to, obviously, the indictments, but also to, uh, to the fact that 
this show was terminated from its Amazon Associates account. Yes. Uh, our Amazon link does not exist anymore. Don't try to find it. Don't try to click it. If you bookmarked it, definitely don't click it. And I found out, if you listen to Friday's After Party, I give the whole rundown of how all mm-hmm. of this went down. Basically, the long and short of it is, and we'll get back to Trump here in a second, the long and short of it is that uh, Amazon canceled, terminated my Amazon link account because I said that clicking the Amazon link this is the actual reason. They wrote back to me and told me the reason. The reason is, is because I said clicking the Amazon link supports the show. That was my crime. For this, they summarily canceled my account and said, we're not paying you whatever money we owe you. That right. was their response. That That's is how. Worst of it. Yeah, that is how Amazon treats people who make you know tens of thousands of dollars in gross sales for Amazon.com every month. This is how this is how you get treated by this company, and it, it all came down. Oh my God! Talk about terrible timing. It all came down when, in the two day span, when Jeff Bezos's uh, net worth went up by eight billion dollars overnight. Yeah. So it's like insult on top of injury. Not only am I uh, losing income because they canceled this uh, this Amazon link, which was a, a really big piece of the uh, the revenue for this show, but also at the same time, Jeff Bezos like quadruples his net worth and become once again becomes the richest man in the world, literally. Yeah. Now so, I've been I've had a you know on my own page and, and yeah. with my show and with the Realm Network overall. We've had a, a great relationship with Amazon for over four years, but uh, I, I there was no way I could continue to promote uh, an Amazon link uh, when they had treated you that way and when they treated another show on our network that way. Yeah, and so uh, we, we we're, we've uh, we're we're limiting our uh, participation with Amazon, <laughs> and we'll be promoting a new sponsor soon. That's exactly right. And you know what? It's not it's not just uh, a matter of solidarity, Buzz. I think it's a matter of protecting your own ass because you never know. Right. And they're going to say, right. oh, oh, Buzz Burbank yeah. said support the show, it, blah, 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 with his Amazon link. And then suddenly suddenly you're out, too. And it could happen to any podcaster or any, any show yeah. uh, on the Internet uh, because we've all – this is the crazy thing about uh, Bob being bounced is that's what we all say. That's what we've all <laughs> yeah. said for years. And because- uh, I still I still think this is based on someone's complaint of some sort. And since, unlike a court of law, you don't get to face your accuser or even know who it is, uh, you know, we'll never know the answer to that. But even not knowing that, uh, Amazon uh, was kind of crappy about the way they handled it. Yeah, so. very bad, bad, bad form. I mean, anyone. I mean, I have... In my prior life making animated cartoons in which I made fun of celebrities and politicians on a regular basis right. and said terrible, right. terrible things about them in cartoon form. Even then, even when I, like, for example, I, did, I heavily disparaged the sportscaster Dick Vitale. I did a cartoon mm-hmm. with Dick Vitale in right. which, well, I don't want to go into the details of it, but suffice to say Dick Vitale himself was not happy with this cartoon. So, oh, wow. but, but even then... They send a cease and desist order to say, to at least give you a chance to stop doing what they right. think is wrong. And right. Amazon didn't do that. I mean, if you, uh, right. 
if you violate uh, Twitter or Facebook terms of services, they'll suspend you for a temporary period of time, and then you right. then you get reinstated. If you do it a number of times, I mean, even drug dealers, for God's sake, get three strikes before they're out. But even with Facebook, you don't get an appeal, which, by the way, again, raises the specter of dealing with companies that are run by computer. Hopefully yeah. that's going to start to change. Mm. But uh, this is no different than... Facebook not paying attention uh, to and other social media sites not paying attention to the purchase of uh, ads and and uh, uh, fake pages from Russians. Yeah. So it's it's this is the age we live in. Uh, companies run by computers, and they're responsible for screwing up the election, and they're responsible for screwing Bob. Yep. And it seems like uh, this is something that. Uh, well, it doesn't make any sense to me from a rules point of view. Did I violate the rules? Apparently, I did. I mean, I'm, no. you know, but but again, it's a stupid, inexplicably ridiculous rule. I mean, because there are basically two ways, and I don't want to spend too much time on this. So I'm going to say this, mm-hmm. and maybe we'll see if we can move on. But the the fact of the matter is, that there are two ways that you could get to Amazon.com to go shopping. You could either go through the link that I used to have, or you could type Amazon.com into your browser window and go there directly. What should what do we do as podcasters, as website owners, to say, please use our link instead of typing it in? The question then right. comes: Well, why should I click? Why should I add an extra step right. by going to your right. site, clicking your link, and going to Amazon.com when I can just do a one-step thing where I just go to Amazon.com directly? So, what do right. we what do we say to that? What what's the incentive to get people to use that link? There obviously is no, according to their terms of service, there is no legal incentive to do that. So you're basically just putting a link on your website with no purpose whatsoever and hoping that people will click on it just because it says the word Amazon in there. Apparently, Bob, they don't need this audience anymore. That's They're doing true. so well. Jeff's doing so well. Yeah, uh, right. He's he's said to our people, "You are excused." Well, that's that's the uh, that's the big pisser of all of this is that uh, you know me making an argument to Amazon last week, last Thursday and right. Friday that I'm bringing in lots of money in sales for Amazon, and now you're shitting on me. Of course, that fell on deaf ears because, like I said, <laughs> their stock price went way up overnight Thursday into Friday. Right. And right. Jeff Bezos once again became the richest man in the world. So right. uh, so that's that. But we are switching over to uh, right now I have on my site uh, in place of the Amazon link, I have the eBay link. So if you shop uh-huh. at eBay, if you engage in the auctions on eBay or you just want to go check shit out at eBay.com, use our eBay link. And we're going to be adding... Another shopping link, in addition to that, for Target, and that's that'll be at bobsuska.com. It'll be the same deal. You go and if you want to go shopping at Target.com, you click our Target link. You go shopping at Target.com. Same goes for eBay and our eBay link. I, so we'll be. I will. I I will have Target as well. But let's button this up with this. <clears throat> okay. Um, if if any of this makes you uncomfortable, there are other ways to support these shows. We have the other sponsors you, yep. you've heard, and and we always have uh, in Bob's case the Patreon link, in my case a PayPal donate button. Uh, there are, are ways, and it's important. Uh, it really is important for you to support these shows. And so, however you choose to do it, uh, please continue to do so. And understand, uh, it's not easy doing this and and uh, juggling all these affairs as as we've just uh, outlined for you. Yeah. yeah. But but it doesn't support the show. I'm saying I'm saying no. it doesn't no, you do, support you the do, show. You do whatever the fuck you want. That's <laughs> that's what you do. 
Right, right. Okay, so uh, moving along here. Trump, this is an amazing article. Uh, Muggsy, uh, I call him Muggsy. Robert Costa from uh, the Washington Post, who just, to me, screams out Muggsy. He's got so, <laughs> that. He needs to change his name to Muggsy because he just looks like a Muggsy. Uh, wrote this great article, uh, wrote this great article in the Washington Post about what went down in the White House yesterday uh-huh. as, uh, as the freak out began. Um, really entertaining stuff. Uh, the president digested the news of the first indictments and special counsel Robert Mueller's probe with exasperation and disgust, these people say, the White House insiders. He called his lawyers repeatedly. He listened intently to cable news commentary. And with rising irritation, he watched live. I just, I mean, let's take yeah. a second on rising irritation. Yeah. God help Picture. me. I, I would just buzz. I would kill to be a fly on the wall to watch Trump yeah. engaging in rising irritation. Well, that's why we have the president show and Saturday <laughs> Night Live and things like that. So you can actually see what that would be like, but it's it's yeah. it's something you can picture, right. uh, I, I think, and uh, that in itself is delightful. Right, right. They try to settle himself down by saying somber, so somber, somber. so somber. That's right. So, with rising irritation, he watched live footage of his one-time campaign advisor and confidant, Paul Manafort, turning himself into the FBI. Initially, Trump felt vindicated. As I was saying before, he felt vindicated. Uh-huh. With the uh, the Manafort indictment, and then the Papadopoulos thing came down. It said yeah. here, uh, Muggsy reported the president's celebration was short-lived. A few minutes later, court documents were unsealed showing George Papadopoulos, an unpaid foreign policy advisor on Trump's campaign, who the, the White House are saying is just a campaign volunteer. Like, he was making phone calls on the campaign. Uh-huh. Just, <laughs> he was just another guy in, in, a, in a cubicle, right? Mm-hmm. This is Papadopoulos. Yeah, right. uh, the case provides the clearest evidence yet of links between Trump's uh, campaign and uh, yes, Russian officials. That's, that's huge. This is the yeah. first evidence, legal evidence of collusion. So they can no longer say that there's no evidence of collusion. Right. And and so as a consequence of this, they all mm-hmm. had to eat shit because their first reaction out of the shoot before everything right. is unsealed, before they this is just this is the ongoing problem with the White House. They have no restraint. So what they end up doing well, is they end up well they end up fucking themselves at every turn just out of sheer political stupidity. It was like Donald Trump telling Lester Holt, "Yeah, yeah, you know, it's all about Trump and Russia." I mean, just dumb Dumb, yeah. dumb political oh, yeah. decision. But the, the the dumb the dumb starts at the top. I mean, yeah. that's that's where the dumb comes from. I understand also that one of Trump's first instincts in those angry hours of television viewing and lawyer calling, <laughs> uh, one of his first instincts was to <laughs> fire Robert Mueller, and uh, he his lawyers and others in the White House. Uh, we understand, talked him out of this. Interesting. Uh, they said, this is, no, this is not going to look good. And uh, lawmakers on Capitol Hill, key Republicans, uh, Orrin Hatch and uh, Chuck Grassley, saying, uh, oh, wouldn't be a good idea to fire him. So that's kind of their way of saying, no, don't do this. I think one of them called uh, firing Mueller stupid. And uh, the other one just indicated that uh, this the, the the justice system should work its course. So there's not a lot of uh, tolerance among uh, key Republicans anyway mm-hmm. uh, for Trump to even try something like that. So Trump realizes, and this again speaks to the brilliance of Mueller's choice of who to indict, how to indict them, and when. 
uh, because, <laughs> as as the White House keeps saying, uh, no, nowhere <laughs> in these indictments is the name Trump. The right. name Trump doesn't, so it doesn't affect us because uh, nowhere in the indictments does it say the name Trump anywhere. So we're good over here. We're fine. Well, I think, uh, you, know. you know, one of the reasons why Trump makes these erratic decisions, I believe, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, wanting to knee-jerk and fire Mueller or whatever it is, or to tweet right. about it and have to be, you know, his people, you know, I was just reading this Muggsy article. It says uh, lawyers Ty Cobb, John Dowd, and Jay Sucolo advised Trump to be cautious with his public responses, but they were privately, mm-hmm. uh, they were a private sounding board for his grievances, advised. Said. Right. In fact, they told him not to tweet, not to mention anything <laughs> about any of this. But he wants to do it anyway. So, of course, he was yeah. tw- tweeting about it. At, but the thing with Donald Trump and the reason he does all of these things, the reason he assumes that he can get away with firing Mueller and continuing uh-huh. to talk publicly about a case in which he could very well b- be indicted for a, a variety of cr- right. criminal charges, including conspiracy and so on, is because he's spent his entire life getting away with crap like this, where he's uh-huh. never right. really held accountable for any of his awful. Right awful things that he's done he's been he's able- in a different world now he's not used to you know being part of a system that has a judicial branch yeah exactly <laughs> exactly right and on top of that you know he came out of his bankruptcies as the comeback kid where he reinvented himself and was able to start getting money instead of from uh, domestic bankers he started to get money from russian bankers and he was able to continue his his business fortunes and the scams all basically uninterrupted from the way they were before during and after the uh, the bankruptcies. So Donald Trump is a guy who gets away with anything. He got away with in, uh, just repeatedly indicting the Central Park Five in the press mm-hmm. and saying false yeah. things about innocent people. He, he's gotten away with acting like a maniac as a presidential candidate, gotten away with acting like a maniac as president. But you know mm-hmm. what? I have a very strong feeling, and, and this is why I'm so focused on the idea of of news and leaks that pertain directly to Donald Trump being wrapped up in all of this in some way, mainly because I want to see this guy punished for what he's done. Oh, yeah. Uh, So many of us do. So many millions, tens of millions of people want the same thing. And I honestly think, Bob, that we're going to get there. Uh, I honestly think that that's that's where (laughs) this will end up one way or another, even if it is obstruction of justice. Which certainly uh, is is the big one. That's the one that's that's uh, impeached presidents before and uh, and and indirectly removed one from office. Uh, so you know, and, and there are, there and there are a lot of ways this could turn out. But yeah. uh, I'm I'm very optimistic about where this is headed and about how Mueller is conducting this investigation. I can't say enough good things about what he's done so far, and I'm so pleased because the other thing that happened Monday is we realized just how far Mueller has come, you know, <laughs> yeah. in, a, in a world where we're told over and over again, yeah, but it hasn't turned up anything. Yeah, but it hasn't turned up. Well, now it's turned up uh, something. How's that, fellow? I mean, <laughs> uh, th- things, have, things have changed. And Trump is in a different world now. His world of winning all the time, uh, he you know, live in that world anymore. <laughs> no. Uh, you, you know, uh, he lives in a different world now, and I don't think it's going to turn out that way for him this time. By the way, when is someone going to start the Chuck Norris game with Robert Mueller? You know the Chuck. <laughs> remember the Chuck Norris game where no, we came up no, with tell me. Chuck Norris. There was like a meme going around the internet where people would come up with amazing things that Chuck Norris can do just because he's Chuck Norris. Like instead yeah. of doing push-ups, Chuck Norris pushes the earth down 
Th- things right. like things like that. Like Chuck Norris can can sneeze and pee at the same time. Uh, you know what I mean? And, and so I, I'm just waiting for Mueller because every time Mueller comes up, it's it's interesting and and a lot of times it's perfectly valid. It makes perfect sense. When Mueller's name comes up, I love hearing all of the amazing things that Mueller can do. Like, it seems like Mueller is just this, like, this unstoppable bionic man who... Well, just he this... is. I mean, it's, I mean, you've seen the memes and stuff. But oh yeah, he, you know, he's a former marine. Oh yeah, uh, you know, he's been he's been a prosecutor for years. He's he's developed a, a reputation of certainly a tremendous respect from other prosecutors. Uh, and the Republicans approved of this guy, which is another reason it's going to be hard to remove him. Uh, Republicans spoke in favor of this guy. Uh, Mueller, when he was selected as special counsel, they were satisfied with that clearly, yeah. as were, of course, Democrats. Uh, this this guy is, forgive the uh, pun, uh, unimpeachable. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And, and the, you know, I still believe, though, that uh, at some point soon, Trump is going to revisit the idea of trying to fire Mueller. And, and sure, I, you know, there, there, is, there is that fear. And, yeah. you know, there's uh, while you're hearing from Congress that, uh, well, he really shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are b- bills, there's legislation uh, pending in this Congress that would make it much harder for Trump to fire Mueller. Uh, and as concerned as the Republicans might be, they haven't bothered to get around to that. Yeah. And see, the only problem there, though, that I see with any legislation protecting Mueller is that Donald Trump has got to sign it before it becomes law, unless it's a veto proof majority. Now, that uh-huh, uh-huh. that is going to be something. If they can get uh, a, a, a yeah. bill through that protects the special counsel's office yeah. uh, with a veto proof majority, fuck you, Donald Trump. That would be the ultimate yeah. fuck you from yeah. Congress bipartisan and, and handed back to Donald Trump as a, as a serious rebuke, uh, a, a proactive. Hey, there's that word again. Proactive, <laughs> a proactive rebuke of uh, of Donald Trump in case he tries to fire uh, uh, Robert Mueller. So we'll see right. what we'll, well see. Concern what else. about concern about uh, having or not having the vote. So maybe what's holding that up? Yeah, the, the, uh, yeah. And of course, the next uh, uh, line of recourse is if uh, Mueller is fired, then the I think Congress will hire an independent prosecutor to do to basically pick up the same investigation and move forward with it that way. So I do believe that there's. There are many stop gaps if Donald Trump right. decides to do the unimaginable. If he decides to do another Saturday Night Massacre, uh, not really realizing the implications historically right. uh, for, for what he's engaged in when he, when he goes down that road. So we'll right. wait and see what happens along those lines. But I want to leave you with one last, last thing before we break uh, uh-huh. from, the, from this Muggsy article. Uh, quote, <laughs> quote, the walls are closing in, said one yes. senior Republican in close contact with top staffers who spoke on the condition of anonymity to speak candidly. Quote, everyone is freaking out. Right. Everyone is freaking out because, again, go back to what we were saying about George Papadopoulos, which, by the way, I, I can't help but to think of Alex Karras and Webster every time I say the guy's <laughs> right. name. Everyone does, yes. And, and, of course, I go to uh, Mongo and Blazing Saddles. Mongo <laughs> only pong. In game of life. That's right. We all are, my guy. Uh, and so uh, the thing with Papadopoulos is everyone's now like scrambling around. What did I say to that guy? Did I say anything to that right. guy? Did right. I, right. Was I, you know, Chris, Chris Hayes asked uh, Carter Page last night on uh, All In. He's like, hey, did you, do you remember any emails? Were you sur- looped in on any emails with George Papadopoulos? And, and Carter Page, the idiot that he is, like, uh, maybe. Uh, yeah, I saw, <laughs> I, I saw that clip. Yeah, Carter Page has been a, a delightful idiot on a couple of occasions. On yeah. TV that he's, he's spilled information. 
he's he's down the road somewhere. They'll get to him too. But these were very strategic indictments, and yep. and it really, as of this week, thank goodness everything changes. Yeah. Or begins to. No doubt about that. Okay, one last break. We'll wrap up the show right after this. Ah! Who are you? And what are you doing in my bathroom? Relax, dude. It's just me. I'm trying on my new mustache soaps for size. What's up? Yeah, it's my new stash box. Mustache soaps from Bubble Genius. See? Look at this one. Oh, hello, my darling. Do you admire my sexy stash? <laughs> Uh, dude, you're a weirdo. <laughs> no, it's fun. Here, see for yourself. Try this one on for size. Oh, fine. Well, howdy, ma'am. <laughs> Y'all know where I can hitch up my horse at? <laughs> uh, oh, gee, this is a neato one. I'd like to discuss the molecular structure of soap, please. <laughs> These soapy stashes are spectacular. See, I told you, super fun. And they smell great and lather up like crazy. Those bubble geniuses got it going on. Stashbox mustache soaps for good, clean fun. Only from Bubble Genius. Bubblegenius.com Bob Seska! <laughs> this is the Bob Seska Show, presented by Bubblegenius.com Yes, it is. Buzz Burbank is here today, and uh, it's all. You notice? You notice I didn't join in on the count this time. <laughs> I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be sucked into that satellite delay trick again. You know what? God damn it, Buzz! Last week <laughs> you nailed. The, I mean, I didn't hear it when we were doing the show, but I went back and double checked to the recording of the show and noticed that I think you kind of had it. I think you were in oh, rhythm, and no, I was just being a no, dick about I, it. No, no, no. It was all, the whole episode was very funny, I thought. Yeah. But I, I, when I listened to the show, I heard how far off I was. So <laughs> if nothing else, I now know how long the delay is. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay, uh, just uh, wrapping up a few more uh, Russia things before we, uh, we finish up today. Uh, you know, while the indictment news was being handed down yesterday, you know what the uh, giggling couch tumors at Fox and Friends were talking about, right? They, <laughs> no, were, they were debating the new cheeseburger emoji. This was oh, the hard-hitting <laughs> material that the Fox and Friends crew was telling Donald Trump about. Because, of course, they do the right. show. Fox and Friends is now a show designed directly for the president because oh, yeah. He, yeah. He, he watches it and he loves it so much. <laughs> and so they thought, hey, you know what? The president's taking a lot of shit right now. Let's just talk about the cheeseburger emoji uh -huh. that's now how, available. How, how about that cheeseburger? <laughs> that's right. You know, it'd been great as if they had made a nothing burger comment because that was their <laughs> that was their whole thing. Yeah, it's it's you know the thing that keeps popping into my head over the last twenty four hours is uh -huh. there are quite a few people who were marketing in the nothing burger meme over the summer and of course you know maybe months right. prior to that. Uh, but most specifically, I saw it happening in July, where Nothing Burger just sort of went out as a talking point to describe the uh, the Russia story. And it was not just, you know, pro-Trump Republicans. It was many people on the left, guys like Matt Taibbi and Glenn Greenwald were all doing the, oh, nothing to see here. In fact, yeah. I think Taibbi wrote a piece for Rolling Stone calling uh, people who were following the Trump-Russia investigation. I think he wrote something about how we all have Putin derangement syndrome. 
You know, I feel like I feel like we're owed a bit of an apology at this point because it's clearly Absolutely. not nothing. It's clearly something. And right, you look at somebody like Matt Taibbi, and and but he's representative in that negativity mm. uh, of the negativity that I encounter on social media from people who just say, you know, no, it's not. There's nothing here. There's, yeah. you know, I wanted more. Why isn't Why isn't Trump named? Well, Trump isn't named because it wouldn't be clever to do so right now. Right. Uh, you know, uh, but, but there's this sense that, uh, no, this is, there's nothing. You still don't have anything. Still not thick enough. Still haven't seen anything. Uh, and that's simply not true. And I, I have grown as weary of independents and even liberals mm -hmm. who have lost that faith <laughs> as I've grown with the conservatives who left me, uh, have left me over the last couple of years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I can't even imagine what you, what you went through in, in that process of, uh, of getting deep, more deeply ensconced in political commentary and, and what happened. It, it's been interesting because it, it, there was no mass exodus. It's yeah. been a gradual uh, thing. <laughs> And uh, before, uh, you know, I, I took up this cause, uh, I had, for example, 5,000 friends on, on my uh, main Facebook page. I still have 5,000 friends there. there. So there, there were more where those came from, and uh, I've been able to keep that number up because there are as many people interested in sort of joining with me than there have been interested in abandoning me. That's right. And, and you know, I've seen the same thing too, Buzz, sometimes. Mm -hmm. uh, and it depends on the day. But most days, right. the, the, the flack that I get, and by flack, I mean dickish trolling and all kinds of bullshit. And, and there was one. In fact, I was ne negativity. But I mean, it, it happens more. I'm getting more from the left than I am from from the right. I'm getting much more trolling from people to my left flank rather than pro Trump conservatives. Yeah, let's let's do this. Let's let's address your audience right now and say to them, you, you got to reach out and get <laughs> along with yeah. your fellow liberals and uh, try to. Uh, correct them as politely and as gently as you can, because we all need each other. Uh, we really, really do. We can't afford the kind of division that the Republicans are enduring right now. And uh, this cohesion, I, I, you know, is very, very important. Uh, make a friend with a Sanders supporter today. <laughs> yeah, why uh, not? And see if see if you guys can meet in the middle somewhere, because we need uh, to join together to defeat our, our common enemy, really, which is Donald Trump and company. But but expect to be frustrated at the end of the process, too. See, now oh, I'm, I'm sure, offering up my cup sure. half empty kind of well, <laughs> counterpoint yeah, and, to your thing. Well, and, but, and, and, you know, like I said, I, you know, there are a lot of people out there who are just, just negative to say, well, it's not going to work. It's never, it never works. It's a, you know, what, we're not any better. And, you know, shut up. Just please <laughs> just shut up and. Uh, let's all focus on getting rid of Trump and let's all focus on replacing the Republican Congress with people who are perhaps, uh, sane, if not silly. Yeah. I mean, th there are two reasons why, and I think we, we know most of these reasons, but the, the two main reasons why we sometimes hear, uh, uh, denial and skepticism about the Trump Russia story from our left is mainly because, uh, the Bernie Sanders supporters were specifically targeted, and that makes uh -huh. Bernie Sanders supporters feel 
inadequate in some way, or as if that they were fooled and that they are they were duped. suckers. They, they were. Yeah. And many of them, I think, were duped by this. We now know how massive the social media reach was. What is it? 126 million people? 162 Huge. million people? Yeah, 126, right, are, which is only about know, 10 been, million fewer than the number of people who voted. It was almost everyone who voted. And, and that's just on Facebook. It's it's yep. We think it, it's at least that big, if not bigger, on Twitter. Uh, this was a massive propaganda attack on the United States of America, and some of us who voted for Trump fell for it. Yeah. And we didn't even realize it because we thought what we were seeing on social media was coming from our fellow citizens when, in fact, it was coming from a hostile foreign source that was doing so to make trouble. And, you know, chances are we've all fallen for uh, yes. a, a Russian troll at some point or another and believed a news story that was shoved and, into our news feeds on Facebook. And, and we, a meme a meme is not a reference, okay? Yeah. It's just it, you can't know. Facts don't come from memes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the other thing, though, that I get concerned about, Buzz, is, is uh, you know, when it comes to the Glenn Greenwald crowd, they obviously have a stake in Russia insofar as uh, one of their patron saints, Edward Snowden, is still in Russia right now as a welcome guest of Vladimir Putin. And I think in right. that respect, I think if I were to try to explain why Glenn Greenwald thinks the way he thinks with regard to the Trump-Russia investigation, I would suggest that it has something to do with his greatest source of his entire life now being in the hands of Vladimir Putin and not wanting to piss off Vladimir Putin by right. taking aim at him over interference in the, uh, the American know. election. Uh, so it's you, possible. You, you, you have a better handle on this than, than I do. How much influence does Glenn Greenwald have on U.S. voters? Uh, well, maybe not rank and file vote, but people who follow politics up closely, like we do, and and who yeah. happen to be in that in that realm of sort of left leaning libertarianism, right. uh, Glenn Greenwald's kind of the Pied Piper of that group, I would say, or if, if not the Pied Piper, he's one of the the various Pied Pipers. <laughs> That's the yeah. most I've ever said Pied Piper in a single <laughs> sentence ever. Uh, but I think I think he does have influence, mainly because of uh, the reporting that he did prior to Edward Snowden, certainly the reporting that he did uh, in conjunction with Edward Snowden, yeah. and that put him on a different plane of existence where he is a bit of a household name among people who follow politics on a regular basis. So I do think he does have some influence, but ultimately... Uh, it's uh, it's not one that I think sustains very well when it comes to this issue. Uh, this issue I, is is something that I, I he's think, really wrong about. Yeah, I think you have more influence. <laughs> Thank you for saying that, but I don't. <laughs> Look, he's got half a million Twitter followers. <laughs> That's way more than mine. That's for sure. Okay. So I don't know. They're bots, Bob. They're bots. They're all bots. Russian bots. That's right. And I'll take your word for it. And I'll just go around thinking that I have more influence than uh, right. Glenn Greenwald. That, be good for my ego, I think, maybe. Uh, lots more to talk about with regard to Russia. A couple of big stories that got lost in all of this. Plus, I want to cover, uh, we're going to talk about Kevin Spacey for a second. So maybe we'll do uh -huh. that in the uh, post-mortem show. Coming up next, Patreon, our Patreon page. Get to it right now by going to bobseska.com. And just beneath the logo in all caps, it says Patreon. Takes you right to, to our Patreon page. And you can sign up at various levels, and at various levels you get various uh, bonus features to go along with the show. Our post-mortem show, you get that at the $5 level. $10 level, you get the post-mortem show in the after party. At the $15 level, you get all of those things, plus a commercial-free version of this show. We just take out the commercials for you. It's, it's, it's just that. Support the show. Yeah, it's support. <laughs> 
for God's sake, support the show. Yeah, if I'd say it. Unless Patreon has some sort of uh, terms of service rule that you're not supposed to say, support our show by giving us money. Which is the whole goddamn point. All right. Fuck, right. Fuck you, Amazon.com. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, Amazon. <laughs> but I do want to thank everyone for shopping through our uh, Amazon link already. Yeah. But not anymore. Not anymore. This is where we all uh, we take our toys and we go to a different place. Okay, that's it for the show. Thank you, Buzz. You can listen to uh, Buzz Burbank News and comment every Thursday at uh, buzzburbank.com, SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, Stitcher Radio, and RealmNetwork.com. It's the best hour of news that you're going to get all damn week. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, and, and everything that we missed on this show will certainly be covered on Buzz's News and Comment. I will tie Thursday. it all together, yes. There you go. All right, see you on Thursday, folks. Bye-bye. Yeah.